0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first After Hours edition of the Unmotivated Habits Podcast. What this episode is, it's a continued discussion that Richard Garvey and I had after our podcast earlier this week, where we actually um, sat down and played a video game, PGA 2K 21 And, uh, we, we had some great conversations, so it's best meant to be watched. It's on YouTube. If you go to YouTube and type in unmotivated habits, you'll find it there, but we had some really great conversations. So I wanted to release it as uh, an audio version as well, but just know that while you're listening to this, you might be missing out on some of the, the visuals we're talking about. So when you get a chance, head over to YouTube and check out that video, um, like, and subscribe to it as well. That'll help grow the channel. But um, yeah, enjoy the show. How's a sober weekday October going?
1: Um, Pretty good. Uh, Obviously, uh, when we, we went out on Thursday to our friend's apartment. So uh, it's sober weekday October when we're not, you know, entertaining socially or something. So, so <laughs> there's
0: yeah. no rules. It's pretty much
1: just just not drinking when when we there's nothing to drink for. Oh, so that's pretty well, my good. My
0: sober October is going swimmingly. I'm in first place over the defending champion. Well, although he I'm... he started pelotoning yesterday, so he might catch up.
1: Who? Uh, oh, Andy. Our, our our peloton just opened today, so we have our our. Amenities open, so the golf simulator, the Pelotons, the gym, all that stuff is now open, which is great. Yeah, this works. Oh, okay. It's gonna be. We're gonna be scrambling.
0: You have to get out of whatever view you were in. It's. I forget. I'm
1: in the normal view. It's not letting you shoot. No, it keeps moving it further and back. Like it's changing you the might, power. Oh no! It's, have, sorry, 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 everybody. It's the right trigger that swings.
0: <laughs> you can change that. I forget what it was in the old Tiger game.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: It's not bad.
1: All that for that. That's that's what golf is, really. It's a lot of uh, decision-making and club selection, and then for amateurs, it's just hitting a terrible shot no matter what. So what made you start uh, the podcast?
0: Well, the talking and the backswing doesn't help, but um, I started the
1: podcast because... I remember this is after hours. This is This is honest discussion.
0: Yeah, so I was working on writing a book about all of the the things I'm doing with my habits because they've been so helpful. But uh, Megan, my wife, as you know, she suggested I just start the podcast and talk about it in the meantime. So it was a great idea because now I get to talk to a bunch of people with, um, you know, habits I can incorporate. And then I'll have way more to put into the book. And I've actually... Learned quite a bit so far and changed a lot of my mindset based on a couple of the guests that have been on.
1: Like what? What was the biggest thing?
0: So, oh, is this me? Putting? (laughs) The biggest one. Did you listen to my podcast with uh, Dieter Randolph? Uh, Yes. So Dieter is an awesome guy. And through the podcast, I picked up his book. Ooh. And uh, I really, really enjoyed his book, Meaningful Filled. I'll give him a plug. And um, it talks a lot about not being so analytical and I've been very, very analytical with my tracking and and all the habits I've been trying to form. And I realized it was getting to a point where I was more concerned with like the statistics of what I was doing what uh, as opposed to what- Go in. Oh. <sighs> As opposed to what I was trying to achieve with those habits. Got it.
1: So, um, what do you think the difference is between analytics uh, and just enjoyment of life? Well, it's
0: really about, and this is something that I was, that's part of my unmotivated habits philosophy is that you have to be, um, I wasn't being easy enough on myself. Like, I, what's a good example? Um, I track my steps every day and I track my runs and I track everything pretty much, but you're not going to have great days every day. And sometimes you have to stop and realize, okay, I, I hit all my minimum goals today. And I, I started to get upset that I was just hitting like my minimums, but then I'd look at what my minimums I know I'd look at what my minimums were compared to. Like where I was last year, even if I did like half a day, I was still crushing it compared to where I used to be. So you got to you got to stop and realize that you've you're making progress and that, you know, life is a journey, that type of thing.
1: And um, he uh, yeah, he helped no. me to
0: the book helped me to realize a little bit of what was important. I People should uh, go read it. It was a really good book.
1: What's oh, my
0: God. <laughs> Ooh. that works. I also like i also started the podcast because i like to talk about things um about which i'm passionate and it gives me an audience to talk about it with the world
1: true yeah i was gonna mention i have um my my whiteboard over here that i write my daily tasks on every day and the first section is always my my mvts my uh minimum viable tasks to make it a good day so i pretty much um determine that by what will I get in trouble with if I don't do? So as long as I do all that stuff, uh, you know, keep uh, work happy, keep clients happy, then it's like okay, everything above that is great. But let's just uh, you know, cover the bases as far as doing my job.
0: Minimum viable tasks. I like that because I mean, I call them my daily frogs because have you ever read uh, "Eat That Frog"?
1: Yeah, um, it's
0: about- getting those frogs out of the way because those are the important things you have to do. And minimum, where did you, where's minimum viable tasks from? Did you come up with that?
1: Yeah, I just came up with it. So I, I always think about, uh, I was thinking about, you know, what do I need to do every day to make it awesome? And every time I would do that, I would inevitably never do anything or never do all the stuff in the list. So I'd be disappointed and, and, um, you know, have a feeling of failure every day. There's was like, all right, what can I do um, that is just a basic minimum day? So then I started the minimum day and then that's, that became the minimum vital test. Why can't I just get back to a chip?
0: Do you, so I'm working on creating an unmotivated habits journal. And so I'm going to incorporate that as long as I'm allowed, as long as I can use that, as long as you let me use that. Because of part of it is, the three, I have three tasks that part of it is having three tasks that, um, you need to get done or that you want to get done throughout the day. Because if you get them out of your head and you know, the three things that you have to do to feel like you've accomplished something throughout the day and you do them, you're more likely to do all the other stuff that's in your head as well.
1: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still working on, the order I want to do stuff because I love my morning routine where I um, wake up, I do meditation, I watch some inspirational videos or something, I listen to a book. But I so I don't knock out all my my tasks because they're I like to sort of enjoy the morning more. But then they sort of drag out. So I have I'm thinking about just focusing on my. Like the daily habits, like I should be writing the the blog like I talked about in the podcast. I should be creating videos. I should be working on the website, doing that stuff before I even get into like the tedious work stuff. So it's still a balance that I'm, I'm trying to figure out.
0: That's part of the morning journal that I'm creating because I love uh, the morning journal as my morning routine. I get up, I make coffee, and then I I started to make sure I do that before... I get started on, on, on the tasks because I need to have that good base to the day where I sit down, I get everything out of my head. I, I think about the day before. I like to reflect on the day before and ask myself how that day went.
1: And the, the start of the day for me has always been incredibly important and the, the start of everything. So I used to be much, much uh, better at golf oh. I am now. Uh, I'm going to get back to being that good, but if I, hit a a bad opening tee shot or if i bogeyed the first hole it was just very very hard to come back and if i had a, a birdie it was i knew it was going to be a pretty good day uh so maybe that speaks to my mental capacity back in the day uh so hopefully it'd be much better now but still when i waste my morning if i sleep late or if i don't do the stuff i need to do it's just very very hard to bounce back so getting yourself in in the right uh, you know, mindset and the right start to the day is, for me. It's been incredibly important
0: for me too. That's why I have that that routine in the morning because I always feel good if I do the journal and I get those tasks out of my head onto the page, and I write what I'm grateful for. I always have my um, I'm grateful for you know my baby, my family, this morning coffee, whatever it is. And then I like to – I also do an affirmation. And I talk about the affirmations because um, I don't think it's like some magical thing where it's going to come to pass if you talk about it. I just know that it puts me on the right – like hold on. Let me hit this. Let me. Oh, that's – oh, the wind is a lot stronger than I –
1: Here we go, folks. I knew it was going to happen eventually.
0: So for the affirmation, I know it works because I talk about how – Every day leading up to the Ironman in 2017, I said, I am an Ironman. Every day that year, I wrote in my journal, I am an Ironman. And there was no way I should have finished that race at all. Um, Every distance in the race that day was the furthest distance I had ever done. Oh, my. Ooh. ooh. Keep going. Keep
1: going. Keep going. Go left. Go left. Go left. Go left. That's a bogus bounce. That wouldn't have happened.
0: (laughs) But anyway, I use that affirmation every stroke, every pedal and every step of that race to get me to the finish line. So I know that affirmations can work.
1: And which one was that?
0: Santa Rosa 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the one where you could have used that affirmation.
1: No affirmations were going to help me there. <laughs> my for the viewers didn't notice my bike broke uh, in the middle of the race. So I literally could not finish. But yeah, I just recently had to update my vision board because a few of the things came true. Uh, I'll have to do it again soon after the wedding. Uh, just yeah, these these things definitely work. So
0: just... I went back and uh, I found my one year goals that I did from, um, what's it called? Unlimited power. What was the what's the yeah uh,
1: yeah I think unlimited power or. Um, Master, I forget.
0: Well, whatever it was, I accomplished all of them, and I didn't—I had forgotten about them, but I guess they stuck in my head somewhere because I—I completed everything on there.
1: Yeah, I actually did that recently too. I did quite quite a few of them, including um, uh, working from home, getting a job that was working from home. You know, the whole world accomplished that one, but it doesn't doesn't (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Hey, there we go. All right. um, I need a, a gaming laptop. I don't know. Rough doesn't bounce like this. All right. So, okay. Now we're uh, cooking.
0: Yeah. I have a question about so I'm going to, I'm in the process of creating my unmotivated habits morning journal. I'm going to get it um, printed and published. Uh, what's the best way to go about marketing that? Because I feel like Instagram oh, marketing is great for
1: that. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, Instagram marketing is really good. The, the issue with that, I see with Instagram personally, there's so many, um, like fake people out there. So that's just just a side note, uh, that I, that I hate about it, but yeah, Instagram is going to be the best place to do that. Um, I think I've bought, um, journals on Instagram, Uh, Pushing it on the podcast every time uh, is going to be helpful. And then having it on the website, um, creating a a dedicated product page for it, creating a blog post for it, um, having a launch set up for it, making sure all those uh, bases are covered. uh, That'll be your that'll be a good strategy.
0: I'm hoping that I can use I can also use the chip in for people listening to the audio version. Um, I'm hoping that I can use the journal to help bring people to the podcast as well. I'm hoping it'll go both ways.
1: Yeah. But Instagram, uh, it's, it's again, it's expensive doing, doing paid advertising.
0: And the reason I'm doing the journal in the first place is because I have bought, like you, I've bought so many journals and my favorite one has been the five minute journal, but it's not perfect it's not exactly what i want so i just wanted to create one that was exactly what i want what i want to put down in the morning and the way i want to start my day so hopefully people like it
1: speaking of instagram and journals i'm really wait uh, hoping for um have you seen ads for the remarkable like tablet
0: no oh no oh it's okay yeah
1: it's called remarkable it's uh it's basically just a, a very thin tablet that's supposed to represent like paper so you can write on it. It does like text or handwriting to text and, and cause I use my just pen and pad every day. So I just want to have um, a free, pretty much a blank canvas to write on every day. So, but it's super expensive. It's like $400. So, well,
0: what I would recommend to you is this and I use it for everything, which is my rocket book notepad. And Oh my God, I'm currently going through, I have a couple rocket books. Oh no.
1: Oh no, that is unbelievable.
0: All right, well, at least you get a shot from the fairway. It's the wrong fairway, but that works.
1: 10 back. Let's make up one here.
0: Yeah, start small. Talk about it. Patience starting small.
1: I was watching an interesting uh, documentary on Netflix the other day about like coaches. Yeah, so they interviewed some of the best coaches, like Doc Rivers was on there, Serena Williams coaches on there, and he was talking about tennis players have a tendency to give up when they're behind. Um, And you can see a little bit of Novak Djokovic did that yesterday.
0: That's Uh, something I never quite understood.
1: And it's, it's, he was trying to figure out why, and you know, I can tell him why it's when, when you're behind, um, and you're trying your hardest, it's, it's embarrassing. So if you're able to just, you know, throw in the towel and say, uh yeah i lost but like whatever i like barely even tried the last couple sets it just saves your mindset mentally but that's uh, obviously a terrible attitude when when you have people like rafael nadal never give up on anything and have come back from huge deficits oh my god whatever i'm like not, i'm like not even trying in this game
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that ironic i can't tell yes okay just
1: checking but um yeah, so it's very hard to bounce back when when your whole identity is, is wound up in being great and then when someone who you're supposed to beat is beating you, um it's easier to just you know say you were hurt or say you quit or say something went wrong other than, you know, I tried my hardest and I lost.
0: Yeah. I I saw that a lot in in rugby. Um Fortunately, I was most of the time on the side of the people doing the winning and seeing the other team just give up. But I've I've been on the other side a couple times, and um, it stinks, especially in a team sport where you're still out there trying your hardest and you see players around you giving up.
1: But, I mean, at the same time, when if you're Novak Djokovic yesterday, you lose the first set 6-0, the second set 6-1 or 6-2, And then you know you have a mountain in front of you to come back. You're getting crushed. So it's like, okay, yeah, I can push and give everything I possibly have. But 99.9% of the time, no matter what I do, I'm going to lose this match. So I was like, might as well just get it over with. So it's fast now.
0: Oh, man. You hate to see it. hate to see another kerplunk. So for our closest to pin on the island hole, I'm thinking um, what kind of – what kind of free services can Acer Inbound offer me for closest to PIN?
1: Um, uh, I gave you the outline. You didn't use it. Uh, I,
0: no, I used it. I, I've uh, written a couple articles already. I just haven't published them yet.
1: Um, I'll, uh, I'll give you a, a backlink on the site.
0: Perfect. All right. So a question I had is I want to – so I watched – did you watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix?
1: I did um it's very slow like i these are the same swings every time slow very slow fast it's just how
0: i wanted to write an article and do a a quick episode about the social dilemma um do you oh there you go there we go do you think it will draw more of an audience if it's if it's an article about something that's popular in culture at the moment
1: uh, yeah, that that'll be more impactful if you share it, uh, you know, across your social platforms. If you put it uh, somewhere, if you link back to it, uh, will it have long term SEO growth? Probably not because people won't care about social dilemma in a year, but it'll definitely be better for um, short term growth. So why don't you post your podcasts on your personal social channels?
0: I do. Oh, oh, my personal social channels, That's easy yeah. because I don't have any personal social channels because I hate social media.
1: Mm, but if you're trying to um, build your business, build your brand up, you know I don't have I don't use social media either, but if you're trying to build an audience, not much better way to get started than on your your friends and family.
0: It's true, but I can't do it. Can't just I can't in go in. <laughs> I can't build my my audience and my podcast at the expense of my morals because that goes against what I'm trying to do with the podcast. But, so but
1: it, social media itself isn't isn't the problem. That's bullshit. But
0: I don't necessarily agree. Either. I don't necessarily agree. I think it I think it's impossible not to get caught up in I don't think you can have a healthy relationship with social media. Mm, now, this is a little hard. bit it's, it's a little bit um it's a little bit hypocritical because I still do have the social media accounts for the podcast and if I was being completely true to my message, I would not even have those, but you know, I have to grow it somehow. But it um, won't be at the expense of of starting personal accounts because I really do hate social media.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I personally hate social media. Um, I try, well, I am doing my best to put my phone down away whenever possible. So if we're home watching TV, i put my phone in another room. Uh, I sometimes don't even bring it out anymore. I'm just starting to do that. I want my phone to be pretty much just for emergencies. Um, and it obviously is tricky because that is the tool that connects people these days so tom we have a family group chat the other day mentioned that um no one's talking it anymore and i i said yeah i'm you know being more mindful of that but it's also you know a little sad when you see him posting on there and no one's commenting it's like oh You know,
0: I know, I know. I, I feel that way too, because I've been doing the same thing.
1: Yeah. So I just,
0: I've just been bad. Like, I don't like, I don't like texting. I don't like all of that stuff. Um, so it's just, I'm, (laughs) I looked at all the photos that were sent, everything. And I physically, like in my mind, I like them, (laughs) but it's, (laughs) it's not enough. You have to, like, I, I was looking at one of the towns you posted. It reminded me a lot of a, of a, Another town in California down south. that's really cool, and I went yeah. to, I went to write that, and I was like, I don't feel like writing. All, I don't feel like texting all that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I never just, said anything I because agree. I, I I've thought to myself, I'm gonna tell him about it next time I see him.
1: And I especially hate like physical, like texting on a phone. It it's like torture to me. Uh, I'll I'll respond on the computer sometimes. But if anyone ever texts me on the phone, I almost never respond um, just because I, I hate it. It's, it's annoying. It takes a while to text stuff. I hate emailing on the phone. I hate doing anything on there. And I'm just, I'm very busy, so I don't have time to be in like full conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's, you know, obviously a very healthy thing to do, but yeah
0: well I don't know my my all my close friends and my family I hope my family know that um it's nothing personal when I don't respond because I've talked about that with friends They're like you never that a lot of them text Megan because I don't respond they don't take offense to the fact that i I'm not on my phone very much I'll have to give. i use i use a your the app the i use the app your hour um to track my usage. I try to keep it under a certain amount every day.
1: How much of like your phone?
0: Yeah. It's like 45 minutes. And you think about it, that's still a lot of time on a phone, 45 minutes, but most people are are over are in multiple hours. Yeah. The average person's in multiple hours of phone usage per day. And that's, that could be multiple hours of Instagram per day.
1: Yeah, but that's terrible. But like, what about um, if you're reading articles or something or looking up? Uh, so I'm sometimes torn. Like, if I'm watching a TV show and I want to know, you know, what's this actor from? What are the movies are they in? Like,
0: yeah, but that's 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 five minutes. That's five minutes.
1: Yeah, but that's I, I do that. I'll go into that phone. when I try to avoid using my phone entirely. It's like, yeah, but there's there's some cases where it's beneficial. But then. You just have to risk, you know, getting stuck in it. But
0: see, he, there, here's the thing about that. Oh my! So that's that's a good example. Um, you're sitting down watching a movie together, and you want to see. All right, that's I like this guy. What else is he in? No, you should just be sitting down watching that movie together. That's I don't think that's a good excuse to pick up your phone. I think that's part of our addiction to our phones. Like we, why do we need to know what other movies this person's in? Why can't we just sit down and enjoy a movie? I don't think our brains can handle that anymore. Just sitting down together and watching a movie.
1: I agree. That's why I am trying to force Natalie put her phone down. And then uh, you, you see when, when the phones are both down, it creates a very much different dynamic when you're both have to watch something and there's nothing to distract you. And, the only thing you can do is is talk about it, uh, it it's fantastic so that's what I'm it all is. about and
0: i did a i did a podcast about morning routine but the the major message of the morning routine was um, to avoid your phone first thing in the morning so i do my journal i have my coffee and i try to avoid the phone for as long as i can because too many people are just answering emails Boom, are answering emails and um, checking Facebook and checking Instagram as the first thing they do, like when they're still in bed, and it's not a not a healthy habit.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm leaning further and further away from the phone at all. Like the other day, we went out, I didn't even bring it, um, and it's just trying to foster authentic relationships. Uh, yeah, obviously, on the hike, it was nice to have. Be able to take pictures um taking pictures of stuff uh, i'm um for for to an extent because it is nice to look back at all your photos and and our memories are pretty bad as human beings so when we have all these different photos you can just look back on and, and reminisce and, and enjoy it's nice but
0: I think that's the be best cats. part I, I think that's the best part of the of the phone is that um now as a society we have this ability to capture people would argue against this. I'm sure, but I love capturing everything. I love capturing every moment and having my phone tell me, Hey, this is what you're doing six years ago today. This is what you're doing Oh yeah, like a that. year ago today. I, I really like that. So I take a lot of pictures. I definitely do that.
1: Yeah. It's like, um,
0: but I don't, I don't post them and share them. It's just for internal Instagram. Yeah, exactly but I think that's good. That's something you're, you're going to want to show your kids. That's something that is fun to look back on. Like you said, I love that aspect of techno. I love, I think I'm coming off as someone who's anti-technology. I love technology. I just don't like, um, being hooked on it.
1: I'm, uh, yeah, I'm anti a lot of technology. I'm anti social media. Um, and uh that's pretty much the big one and phones in general uh if people Get aren't it. if people aren't looking at instagram they're looking at they're texting other people or something i listen to simon sinek a lot and he is very very opposed to to cell phone uses when you're talking to someone and they have their phone on their table or on their hand or god they're looking at their phone it's just it's a uh like a flashing red uh light that says you know hey you're not important like my phone is more important than you are uh even if you're watching tv together and they're looking at the phone it's like hey i don't care what we're doing together it's like you might as well be not even be in the same room so
0: yeah i think i think um one of my friends said they got into a habit of turning their phone over when they're with friends and family so um the people know you know, you're what's important. I don't, I don't care about my phone, or just not having the phone.
1: Yeah, just don't, even, just don't even have it out. And uh, you know, if someone says, you know, if your phone rings, like, I'm not gonna answer that. It's like, oh wow, you're such a hero. <laughs> it's
0: good to stop and think about things.
1: Yeah, when I, whenever I walk Ace or something, I typically put in, put on an audio book, but mm-hmm. I might start trying to. Just <clears throat> around without anything although that just sounds painfully boring Um, it's
0: not it's not i i always walk or run with a book but there's a portion of my walk or run that i will um, turn it off for like 20 minutes and just and a lot of my best ideas have come doing that a lot of podcast ideas a lot of article ideas um, a lot of business ideas things i've actually implemented have come from walks
1: well, I often find while I'm running or doing something and listening to a book, I, I go for miles then realize that I wasn't listening at all. So I have to rewind all So I do pause it at that point and just – <clears throat> but then when it gets painful, I, I... – when, uh,
0: when I get to a point where I've gone a couple miles and I don't know what I was listening to, I just turn it off. That's a sign that I need to just think about whatever I was thinking about.
1: Yes. yeah yeah we're in we're So I'd in. say
0: moving forward we're gonna to have to try to get um after hours episode sponsorships from Callaway maybe Vice Taylor Golf. Made. Taylor, Taylor made. made
1: yeah it's what the my the clubs I just bought were save Par <laughs> Oh splash <sighs> that wasn't that bad of a shot. no I wanna that's not the right drop zone. It's gotta be coming from there.
0: I'm going for it. I'm attacking the pin. It's in the middle of the green. Ah. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Take a backlink, please. Thank you very much. I have to figure out how to edit video. This will be my first one. Um. That's what I'm going to do. All right, good solid 70. Two under 70. Let's see how you finish. So you finish oh, yeah. with a... 15 over 87. Not bad for a first back, round. Of- what
1: was my back nine? Two over?
0: Let's see. Ooh, I got a
1: visor. Oh, I hit two balls in the water. Two. All
0: right, let's see. Let's see the scorecard. Yeah, go ahead. Four and-
1: over. But through from eight to 16, I was even. And that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's nine holes. So you know i was i was 15 over in nine holes and even in <laughs> nine holes so it's a bit of a tale of uh, two nines
0: yeah next one will be better
1: yeah i'm never going to lose again after this one then you're going to um it's going to be a mental challenge for you to not um you know give up on playing it <laughs> so <that's laughs> let me we'll talk about